Davis Alexander. Chapman for three. Bang! Oh! Carter will get it for the win. Got it! He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. Yes! The Magic, a 360 turn with the dribble. Magic down the middle. Gives underneath to Worthy. Slam dunk. Third in the corner. Double fake. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Dime Dropper post game recap for one of another one of our 2022 NBA playoff recaps. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Dime Dropper Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on. Can you turn that down a little bit? Can you turn that down a little bit? Oh, my TV. Hey, oh, I can bad. hear it loud. Oh, my fault. <laughs> you good? That's my bad. All right. Welcome back to Time Dropper. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Time Dropper Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. And, of course, to follow us on all social media. Man, that's me this time. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, sorry, guys. We all got sound. We all got games in the background, oh, y'all. God. We constantly watch this shit. Being joined by, once again, my man who said he was going to come back after game three if the Celtics won. The Celtics did win. It's my man, Oh the Great, from the High Off the Glass podcast. How we feeling tonight? I am doing good, sir. I'm repping uh, Basketball Hall of Fame, the greatest Hall of Fame in the world. Y'all got to see it. I'm going to show y'all. Boom, you see what it is. Where's Basketball Hall of Fame at? Where is it at, uh, Dime? Springfield, Massachusetts. You already know. That's, that's right. Born and raised my home city, baby. So, yeah, I'm repping. I'm excited. I'm excited for these playoffs. I did my show earlier today. We got knee deep in the playoffs. So, yeah, man, let's just let's just go ahead and jump in with these motherfucking uh, about these sorry ass Nets, man. Let's Talk about it. this Boston beatdown, bro. This shit was it was it was it was to be expected. Hey, <laughs> it was. I mean, yes. Yes. I, I was really expecting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to come out with. Right. I, I wouldn't say they didn't come out with urgency. But I was expecting Kevin to come out in attack mode and shoot a lot. But he said he made an interesting comment after the game saying that the first two games he felt like he was forcing it a little bit. And we did talk about that he was kind of forcing it a bit. Right. And right. then he came out and facilitated a bit, made some good reads. Bruce Brown got going early. Another great game from Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. He was impressive. He's had a, he's probably been the most consistent player all series for these Nets. 20- he gets left open. He gets left yeah, open. Well, yeah, to, to, to double up <laughs> KD, to load up and take away KD spots, they leaving him open. And KD right. made better passes in this game. He had eight assists. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Brown had 26 points. But, again, it just kind of seemed as the first quarter went on, that Celtic defense, you could just see the size disparity. You guys can switch everything. And they – no adjustment really from Nash. You didn't see right. much – you saw a little bit more movement early on to try to get Katie different looks or try to get the team different looks. But as far as defensive adjustments, they still ran with those two guards, at least two small guards on the court at all times. Right. And it was not pretty. What were yeah, they, on that? They like to play small. I mean, that's that's Brooklyn's problem. That's, uh, you know, they got, what, is Dan Tony still one of their assistant? Uh, no, is he one of the assistants? No, head coaches still? I yeah. feel like they're missing those assistants. Exactly. Nash doesn't know where to go. They probably are. And I think that he should get Jacques Vaughn back. If Jacques Vaughn was, uh, was still there, he was a pretty good assistant for them and a good head coach for them when they fired Kenny. But uh, that's their deal. Nash likes to do that because Nash doesn't know what he's doing. He's plainly being outcoached. Um, I think the way they started off the game was, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to make a few adjustments here, there, and hopefully they'll work. They did. 
and that's why the rest of the game uh, they got pounded. You know what I'm saying? It, this was uh, this was to be expected. I'd love to see it. I uh, thought the only game if they were going to win a game would be this game, game three. I thought if they if they did win it, it would be a slight win, like they would barely get it. Um, some last second type shit, or maybe some uh, overtime type shit. But yes, uh, Nathan Wong, you are uh, you are not Wong. You are 100% correct. Steve Nash is a horrible coach. Yeah, I mean, the dude is trash. He is literally getting out coached by his old assistant coach, <laughs> Ime Adoku. And I just want to say this. I didn't mention this earlier on my show when I did my podcast. If you guys are ever uh, listening, uh, what is it? My city, my music radio dot com slash high off the glass uh, two to three on uh, Sundays, uh, uh, Central Standard Time. Um, I, I meant to say this then and I'll say it now. You know, KD and and and, uh, and Kyrie are supposed to be so pro black, and Kyrie loves people of color, and he stands up for his, his Native Americans, and I get all that, and, and for black folks, and this, that, and the third. But you let Ime, you let the no name black coach go out the door, who had pedigree from San Antonio and Pop. You let him leave. You let him go to your rival, and he knows how to play you. He knows how to defend you, and you let him go to your rival. And now he's kicking your ass. I wonder why. Maybe, maybe if you were so pro-black like you claimed you was, you would have maybe stuck stuck with the black coach or at least kept him on the staff and keep him from going to motherfucking Boston. Like <laughs> so stupid. But yeah. And it's it's interesting because we talk about ISO ball and all this. And I'm old enough to remember when Kevin Durant was yeah, you good. Kevin Durant was I was talking to Nathan. Uh, no. <laughs> You, I'm old enough to remember when Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were criticized for always going one-on-one at the end of games. Right. And right. now you have the same criticism of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving just going ISO. Right. And I think part of it, two people got to realize, this is how KD likes to play. He even made a comment to Steve Kerr about how sometimes he likes just playing ISO ball. It's, it probably reminds him of playing at the park or whatever. Kyrie Irving, he even made a comment earlier this season. I don't feel like we have a coach. Anybody can beat a coach on a given night. Yes, what yes. kind of comment is this? So yes, they yes. fully endorsed Nash. It's the yes. same way with the Lakers with Westbrook yes. trade. They made their bed this season and they got to lay in it. Kyrie yes. Irving had the audacity to make a comment like they're the Celtics have been rolling since since December. Their chemistry is great and ours isn't. We just learned each other, dude. You didn't get vaccinated. This is the he made that comment after the game and. This is what you made your bed, so you got to lay in it, man. I heard that, uh, uh, Don, after we did our first uh, uh, podcast earlier this week, when we did our first one, our first uh, uh, playoff round, uh, uh, a wrap up. I heard it the next day in a Celtic space. Uh, this guy named John, he works for uh, CLNS. Um, you know, they do a local great coverage of the Celtics up in Boston. And he literally said that Kyrie said that at, in the post game presser. I'm at the game, too. I'm like, are you serious? First off, Wow, already Kyrie, you turn it on. I'm talking about, yeah, it's like Boston has a real plan out there. We're just, you know, running around playing ball. Yeah, but here's the thing Kyrie's not wrong. He's not wrong because that's exactly it, bro. That's what you've been doing all season. And that's why we knew this shit wasn't going to work. You know what? I bet you money in this offseason, they're going to want to coach the fucking uh, coaches them or just <laughs> or have yeah, some plays I, drawn yeah. up. I, I guarantee fucking T, they're going to want you to maybe this Nash thing ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring let's bring somebody in that's actually going to coach us because you're 100 percent percent right about KD. He did say that to Steve Kerr when he was in Golden State. But guess what? I think now he really wishes he had a, a Greg Popovich or a, or a, 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 what is it, Doc Rivers when, when he was with us 
or a uh, Ime Adoku or Eric Spolstra, a good ass coach that could coach the shit out of uh, the Nets right now. I bet you money he wishes he had that. Yeah. I mean, you could see they just don't have much offensive creativity. You saw Andre Drummond. He didn't get that many minutes this game, but he was not, he was terrible, honestly. I don't think he was as horrendous on defense as as you'd expect. He had these weird volleyball style tip outs. Yeah. Rebound attempts that would just go straight to Celtic players. It was like, yeah. what was he thinking? Yeah. The Nets just, just, I don't know. Let me look at the numbers, but they got this. It felt like they got beat up on the glass. They didn't <laughs> actually. The Celtics only got one more rebound than them. But People were trying to scare like me, they, Dime, they with, with Andre Drummond. When Andre Drummond be on that, being on that team, people were like, "What about Brooklyn getting Andre Drummond?" I'm like, "What about it? It don't. When the fuck was the last time Andre Drummond was productive for a team? Yeah, it, 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 in the regular season or post." I'd say I, regular, regular. I guess Philadelphia 76ers fans were saying he was decent off the bench for them this year before the trade, but off the, off, off the bench, you know, he's starting right now. So it right. you, yeah, yeah, when they have Claxton in, they switch everything a little bit more. But the problem is, it's like the Nets, I, I noticed this game, they tried to switch a little bit more, but they just don't have the personnel to switch because then the Celtics will mismatch Hunt and will go to Jalen and Jason Tatum against Kyrie and these guys. And right. Jason Tatum's seeing a lot of attention when he's gotten those mismatches, but right. he's making all the right plays. The right. Celtics started gaining momentum as, as the half went on. Right. Peyton Pritchard, again, coming off the bench, big-time shots. Had this right. one step back. I think it was on right. Bruce Brown. Right. Oh, man, it was filthy. Right. Right. And then and then Rob Williams came in for a couple of minutes, got a got – a, it was I think it was – yeah, he got a block and was he only got one shot off but, okay. and made it. But you could see that short, slowly but surely, man, this team is going to look scary as Rob Williams gets healthier. Yeah. Al Horford got a couple of blocks in the first half. Yeah, I missed it. The game. I missed a little bit of the first half, so I'm not going to front like some of those plays. I did not see that shit sounds amazing. That's why I'm I'm, re, I'm definitely going to rewatch that game. But some of those plays I did not see because I missed some of the first half. Hey, they only this, this, the Nets were only down fifty to fifty three at halftime, and and Kevin Durant had only had I believe six. I think it was either five or six shot attempts at half. Right. And he, I was thinking like, man, I really expected a lot more, but he was finding guys for open shots. <laughs> it's just a matter of the balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. He, he was too aggressive the first two games, and yeah. then now he was being—he was just making the right plays, passing it to the open guys. But same thing, he was starting out at the top. Load, they load up on him. They get the ball out of his hands easily, right. and he doesn't want to bang much. He tried to bang a little bit more this game, yeah. but he couldn't seal. There were a couple of times where he was trying to seal Jason Tatum, and at least two times Jason Tatum came from behind and poked the ball away. He's not strong enough. He's not strong enough to do that. Like like we talked about it in our in, in our last episode that we did, bro. He's scared to get injured again. You know what I'm saying? He's scared to get injured. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that 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 physical. He never was really physical anyway. Look at him. He's like really sticks and bones. But at least before the injuries, you know what I'm saying? He was a little more sturdy. He's not like that no more. You know what I'm saying? He's literally not like that. Like, and then you it, it, to me, you're right about the balance, but it's not even balance so much. It's basically you don't have the personnel, like you said before, it's a personnel thing. And the personnel thing even gets, uh, you know, hunting them on mismatches, like you said, it, that's 100%, 100% correct. But the personnel thing is even is even deeper when you look at the history of it. How do we, how do we have better personnel than they do? Huh? I think it's because they took two of our aging superstars at the very end of their careers and then gave us all future picks for them because they were in a win now mode and just knew once they had our two superstars, 
uh, Hall of Famers, KG in the truth. They just knew they were going to win a championship, gave us everything for that, and look what happens. We're beating you with three of those picks right now. <laughs> like, we're beating you with your own picks. We're beating you. See, like it, the dominance that, that the Celtics are going to have over this Nets franchise, it's going to be like a, a, a UNC overdue. It's going to be some shit for a long time. They ain't going to be able to say shit to us on no level. We're, we're literally beating you with your own coach and your own picks. Thanks. It's it's brutal. As the game went on, though, the Celtics slowly just kept taking, inching their lead a little bit higher. But the Nets, you know, they Smart made a little, three. they made a little bit of a, a run at it towards the end of the third quarter, and then the Nets they put Blake Griffin in the game at the end of the third quarter, which <laughs> that was just total desperation. When I saw that, I just thought it was total desperation. I was They're gonna, trying to switch it up, but good God! Yeah, I good always God. say this to my subscribers: when you see a coach. Bruh. When you see a coach Bruh. throw in a player that hasn't played a minute in the middle of a third quarter, in the middle of the second half, that's a sign of I'm out of ideas. I'm going to throw this to the wall and hope that shit sticks. Mm -hmm. And that's what you saw right there from Nash. And for a second, it seemed like it was kind of sticking. Jalen Brown, as he's done in every single game this series, started turning up towards the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. That's what he does. That's what he, he does. He, he got to the basket more. He <laughs> can, and what, what ended up happening was – Oh, nice place by, pass by JB going underneath, kicking out to Smart for the three. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm in, the I'm in the first quarter. Uh -huh. I'm, in the, I'm in the first quarter. Going you, got that, you got that ESPN Plus on? Uh, no, this is uh, – I DVR'd it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, this is uh, 253 in the first. So, again, the Celtics doing a great job on Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving had a couple more field goals than Durant, but he was 0 for 7 from deep. So, just one of those nights where he just could not, could not hit from deep. Who, who was 0 for 7? Kyrie Irving was 0 for 7 from three. Good goodness. Yeah. He had wow. nine assists, 16 points. Uh, you got to love the way that the Celtics made life tough on him again. Marcus Smart was giving that guy hell. And even Grant Williams was standing in front of him on a couple of possessions. You got to give Grant Williams so much credit. And Grant, we did Grant. not. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say ahead. we did not see much of Goran Dragic dominating this game. He only played nine minutes in the game and had a donut. So for the first time in the series, not much from Dragic. Wow. And the Celtics outscored the Nets 28 to 22 after three. Again, it's just. And that's when I realized Kevin Durant, where you've got to start pushing a little bit more. You've got to start fighting a little harder. And you started to see not only was he struggling to get post position again, his legs were just going. It seemed like all these 40 minute games that Nash has played him this season are starting to catch up to him. Yeah. You know, this we've we've heard about this season how many times they said Katie's playing heavy minutes because obviously when you have three stars, they gutted their team with that hardened trade in terms of depth. They lost Jared yeah. Allen, they lost Karis Levert. So now it's like you're building your team around these three guys, just like the Lakers, and one of them is, doesn't want to play because he's not vaccinated. Right. And so that may, meant that Katie and Harden had to carry a large load. And Katie said, I've been resting for over a year. He yeah. said, the minutes are fine. And I, I, I get the argument of sometimes you have to save players from themselves. But at the same time, it's like Katie has something to prove. People want to say he has right. nothing to prove as a player, but he does. He has not won a championship as the guy. And this is why he left Golden State. I will not hear otherwise. Um, unless you want to say you solely went to Brooklyn for business decisions. Because I know he has his boardroom and his company and his brand in New York. Preach. But how could you leave a, a big market team that's worldwide popularity is through the roof, the best team basketball in the NBA, a selfless group of stars. You won two finals MVPs, and you still are saying, nah, I'm cool on that, even though you right. just arrived a couple years ago. 
you clearly care more about what other people think. So the pressure is on Kevin Durant. He's finally, just like last year, getting superstar attention. And he doesn't have the excuse of no co-star this year. Kyrie's been healthy. And KD is getting shut down. And at what point do we not include endurance and stamina in these discussions when discussing all-time greats? I'll hand it over to you. Preach, man, because see, you're 100% correct, Dime. He, I'm going to start calling him baby deer legs. Like, real talk, I, I think I'm going to start calling him baby deer legs because when he's out there, he looks like a baby deer on defense. He really does. And sometimes he looks like a baby deer on offense. Um, his He's being shut down. He's being neutralized. I don't think he's 100%. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. They they are. He's a step slow. He's not getting by anybody like he's oh. not. He's not. He's he's a he's a step. He's a step slow or it's either he's a step slow or Boston is a step faster because Boston knows what he's going to do before he does it. It's incredible. I've never like, seen, this is the best bruh. defensive job I've seen from a team on on Kevin Durant his entire career. It has to be, has to be, and it's like, and it's, and the thing that's so beautiful from it, it's being done by our best player in Jason Tatum. That's the most. Yeah, I mean, the best player is the, is locking him the fuck up. As a like, it, it's crazy. It's a it's a team effort, but it's also mainly done by our best player. So that's crazy. I I don't get. I, I feel for KD, man. I feel for KD since we're talking about him. I just feel for somebody who has two championships and does not respect them, his own damn self. He doesn't respect his own damn championships, and we know why. And all Hoopers know why. It's the reason why you said, and it's the reason why he's in Brooklyn. So it's just, man, I, uh, he's going to really have to uh, take take a good look at himself and take a good look at that team and come to some hard realities that y'all are not ready to compete for an NBA championship on no level. You just have two dudes, you know what I'm saying? Unless you do something in the offseason and seriously re retool and get some decent free agents in there and a decent coach, y'all will because they can they can get a big time free agent or two to get to come to Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying, next year. And what I don't about, know. What about Ben Simmons though? They're gonna have to include him into the into the fold. Okay. Uh, Ben Simmons has to has to get on the court because I'm telling you, Dime, real talk, I don't see Ben Simmons being the player that he used to be. I don't see him being that. Like peak Ben Simmons, like where he was, I don't think he'll get back to that. I don't think he has the mental – I've been said this, and people uh, cuss me out or laugh me out the, uh, out the space when I said it, you know what I'm saying? But I seriously don't think Ben has the mental fortitude to get back to that NBA caliber player that he was. I don't think he can. I don't think he will. You know what I'm saying? So I don't look at that. And if you get a, a big time free agent there, I hope he doesn't want to get money because their their money is locked up with them two cats. You know what I'm saying? And probably what else, whatever else they got to pay Harden for him to leave. So I think Harden's <laughs> contract got transferred over to Philly. Philly's got to worry about it. But now they got, got, they got Ben Simmons' contract now, though. So now oh yeah, see, so they Philly saddled got. with them. They're three. tied up. They're tied up. They're gonna have yeah, to yeah. So I think ben shit. Simmons we gotta, we got to see it working. But I don't, forget next season. Let's keep talking about this season right now. You did, you did Blake, right. Blake Go. Griffin. It was really exciting when Blake Griffin came into the game because <laughs> he, was, he was playing with a lot of heart. And as a Clipper fan, as a Blake, Blake Griffin is one of my favorite players of all time. He was playing hard, hustling and diving for every loose ball. You was so, reminiscing this shit? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> well, if that's not – that's a shell of himself. There was one play where he caught the ball on a roll and yeah. – Oh my God! Six years ago, he would have. Grant Williams would not have even jumped if that was right. Blake Griffin six years ago. Right, he hit, right. Him and he hit him to the ground. He got a foul, but 
Blake right. was getting worked hard on defense. The Celtics were targeting him. There's a reason why he's not on the court, and that's exactly the reason why. The Celtics were targeting him. He was switching on to Jalen Brown. And mind you, he was actually moving his feet, doing a decent job. But right. Jalen Brown was getting into his step back three. And as I said, fourth quarter, Jalen Brown turned up. And the Cel- the Nets, the closest they ended up getting was 88 to 84 mm-hmm. with 742 left in the game. And then Jalen Brown came back and, and got an assist, got by Blake Griffin and fed it to Jason Tatum for a three. And after that, Blake Griffin missed on a heat check. Jalen Brown hit another step back. And he was, by the way, another guy that was absolute food on defense, Patty Mills. And at times the Suns, I'm sorry. Oh, the yes. The Nets yes, went yes, with yes, Mills. Yes, yes. They went with Mills, Seth Curry, and Kyrie <coughs> in the same lineup. Kyrie was also getting killed on defense. Oh, that's so small. That's yeah, the tiniest lineup. Go ahead, time, Lord. Against the Celtics. And – that was basically all she wrote. Kept what was even more surprising to me, the lack of desperation from Kevin Durant. He looked defeated. Yeah. His body language was just of, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm gonna call, if I'm gonna say Kawhi Leonard quit in the bubble, and I'm gonna say LeBron James quit against the Suns, it felt kind of like a quit job to me. It felt mm. like he just threw in the towel. Wow, like he had no fight left in him on either end of the floor. There were rebounds that he was just ball watching. I, I remember, I don't know if it was Rob. I think it was Rob Williams at one point came in and just shoved him out of the way. Like, right. I was like whoa, right, some, right, some right, right. Moves. The the heart, <laughs> the heart has literally been taken out of this team. It's crazy. And it's and it's it's crazy to see that in front of you, but again, like uh, y'all that aren't Boston fans, and maybe I'm biased, but I'm literally just this. Think about it. It's an eight seed playing a one. The only reason y'all everybody gives a fuck because it's K- Kyrie and KD. If this was if it was a, a, a Detroit or Atlanta, nobody would give a shit. They would expect this, but yeah. it, since it's them getting mollywopped. Y'all want to make a big deal out of it, and I get it. But the heart has been taken out because that's what you do when you're a one playing playing eight. Like that's literally what you do. Two versus seven, same shit. Oh, I'm sorry, a two yeah. versus seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all would y'all would do the same exact thing. Like y'all would not trip if it, if it was just an Atlanta or a Detroit team. Nobody would trip because but it's Brooklyn, and it's literally just two players. But just. Things that I just uh, can't wait to see in this in the second game, in this last game, in this closeout. I want to see us really just strangle them out. Well, wait, we we can stay back on. You want to keep on uh, game three before you jump? Yeah, sure. I mean, the Celtics. That was it. They basically pulled away. No real run was made by the Nets. One hundred nine, one hundred three was the final score. The Celtics go up three games to nothing. To read this, the lines, nobody major for the Celtics. Peyton Pritchard was the only bench player in double figures with 10 points on four or five shooting and two of three from three. Rob Williams only got 16 minutes, but Grant Williams actually had 32 minutes and at seven points and five boards and on three of seven shooting. But that stat line does not do him justice at all. He was great. He got three offensive rebounds and he played great defense. He could guard everybody. Grant Williams, there were, I know there was a lot of talk. We talked about in the last episode that you said mm-hmm. you wanted him gone, and I know there were also some of my friends that are selfish. wait, wait, wait. Say what? What'd you just say? Didn't you say that they, you were questioning uh, before the season if, if Grant Williams is even going to be part of the team long term? Yes, but and a lot, you're not the only one, man. My selfish <laughs> friend said the same. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening on the audio, hey, if you're listening on the Spotify and Apple Podcast version, uh, the reason why he's coughing, he has a blunt in hand. If you're, he had a blunt in hand. So, uh, apologies on the ears there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that, y'all. And if you got a blunt, you got a joint, smoke that shit. You got something smoking. <laughs> anyway, uh, basically, leave cigarettes alone. Grant Williams has been great. He's proven to everybody that he's going to be a legit mainstay in this team. Mm-hmm. Let's read the stat lines. 
Daniel Tice, um, Al Horford, I'm going to start Al Horford. Only three points on one yeah. of two shooting. But again, another guy that just does not do him justice. He it, held down he, the court. What he gives you, what he gives you is not in, in a box score. Cause yeah. he gets deflections, you know, he pushes, he boxes people out. He, he, communicates. He, he, he communicates, he intimidates. Like that's what Al does. Al does so many things and he has, he has leadership skills. That's what Al does. So it's, it's not all right there. The next game he'll go off and get his points. Daniel I, what, Price. Yeah. I want to, I just want to uh, throw out a stat line for you. Go for it. Basic, you know, it's, it's, it's not flashy, but it's, it's what you need. 23 points out of JB with uh, out of nine out of 16 shooting. Yeah, not, fu- not fucking bad. Fifty six percent. Goodness. <laughs> 20, yep, twenty three points, five like, go along good with God. Four boards, five assists, and two like, steals. Better than half. Yep. Like, that's that's one thing that um, that I've noticed about uh, Boston, especially with, with JT and JB, and why why JB got uh, robbed out of being an all star this year because he totally should have been one. You, when you need a bucket, when you have to score. Those two cats can give it to you, JT and JB, and especially JB. Like when you just need that little quick bucket, JB will give it to you. And it will not be a flashy three. It'll be some fucking tough ass gutter uh, 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 layup going into the cup with contact, but he'll get that. So I love that with JB. Question, ahead, question for the listeners. Actually, I'm going to finish the stat line, then I'll get to the question. But Marcus hey. Smart, 14 points, three boards, six assists, two steals, six of 15 shooting. Did not shoot well from three, two of 10. But again, Marcus Smart's contributions far go past the box score. Did a great job on Kyrie Irving. And then Jason Tatum was the player of the game again for me. Three games where he's outplayed Kevin Durant in my eyes. 39 points, five rebounds, six assists, six steals. A lot of those poking it away from Kevin Durant when he was trying to post up. 13 Man. for 29 from the Man. field. Come on, Four give it to 13 him. 13 from three and nine of give 10 from the him. line. And to then him. I'm going to get to the – let's get to the question before I read the Nets lines. It says, <laughs> I have a question for the Celtics fan. I wanted to ask him how he felt initially when Udoka started using Time Lord as a roamer on defense because I remember yeah. there was a big communication struggle earlier this season. I mean, I think he – that's kind of how, how Danny used him. You know, Danny kind of used him like that too. And one thing I know he can do that. He can he can roam around, he can he can roam the lane. But I would I'm sorry, how uh Brad used him. Okay. Brad Brad used him in the same kind of way that that uh that Eme is using him. So I, I thought he would do something different. I'd like to see uh, uh Time Lord get some stuff on the block. I'd like to see him use some low po- get some low post moves because I think the boy got it. When I first saw him in uh summer league, when we first drafted him a couple years ago. That's when I was – I fell in love with him in fucking uh, Summer League. And Summer League, the boy was jumping out of the gym back then. So I knew he was going to be sick. And he could do some of the low post, uh, uh, low post moves, jump hooks, and all that back then. Why don't we see it now? I, I don't understand that. Well, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But yeah. the, the Nets – Did you – wait, did you did you get Peyton? The guy get Peyton some props. He only played 12 yeah. minutes, got 10 points. That's yeah, I did, I did say Peyton. And then yeah, we go to right. the Nets now. Patty Mills played 23 minutes, 12 points, four or five from the field over all threes. He made shots, but he gives up a lot on defense, even though the guy tries. Yeah. Nick Claxton, 13 wow. points and seven boards in 21 minutes, six of nine shooting. Blake Griffin only played eight minutes. He had eight points, two or four wow. from the field. That was a fun adrenaline rush. And then, question, yeah. question, quick question. Why are they not playing L.A.? Again, didn't we I talk think, about I this? They're afraid that he can't guard. I think that's the main reason. Man, but he can, like I said on my show today, he could literally draw the defense out of the paint, and it could give them advantage going to the paint. And you got somebody that's pretty, pretty good finishing in the paint. I know. They should consider it. They I should don't definitely get that. consider it. Like, 
What? I think Blake Griffin will play more in game four as well. And then Seth Curry, 10 points, four of eight shooting, two of four from three. I thought he was okay. Just gives up a lot on defense. And then Bruce Brown, probably the best performer for the Nets, 26 points, five rebounds. I'm sorry, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals, and a block. But the Nets also turned the ball over 18 times. That's something that was huge. Kyrie. That's huge. And you know what else is huge? When a role player gets more points than your freaking stars. Exactly. A, and obviously a, that's part of that's it. That's a problem. That's a problem. It. Yeah. you got Part of it is because the defense was trying to make KD pass to him. Mm-hmm. But no excuse in a game like this. Kyrie right. Irving, 16 points, 6 of 17 shooting, and 0 of 7 from 3. Nine assists. Five. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Two turnovers. If you want to lay into him. I'll let you go for it because this was not good enough from Kyrie at all. Two bad games now to one good one. We got what you got to say. You know, okay, this is it. Um, I think what I'm looking at with Kyrie is the way he looked uh, when he was with us uh, that 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 last year in Milwaukee <clears throat> when we played Milwaukee uh, last season. He, he was with us. He knew that we were an inferior team to Milwaukee and did not give a shit about the outcome of that series either way because he knew we weren't good enough to win a championship knowing that we had just been to the Easter Conference Finals the year before that without him. So we could have won that series and or could have made it back to the Easter Conference Finals again. He didn't give a shit because he had already made his plan to, to leave Boston and go to uh, go join his boy in, uh, in Brooklyn. So that mindset of not really, you know, uh, knowing what the, knowing that you're on the inferior team and not playing your best, that's what I see out of Kyrie right now. Be honest with you, that I'm just <clears throat> I've never seen him play this yeah. badly on defense. He's never been such a yeah. he's never been a terrible. I mean, I guess 29. He's, he's not a really good. He's, he's never he's been never a good, been a great defender, defender, but he was passable yeah. in the, with the Cavs and when it came down to it. And when he and that's I just didn't see that I didn't see that uh, with, with in 2019. I'm not seeing it now. Yeah. And it's been it's been just a lot of tough jumpers. You know, when the Celtics are. Packing the paint. The Celtics are just not giving up the paint. They're not. They're not Kyrie and Kevin. If someone's right. going to score in the paint, it's going to be Drogic right. or Brown. Right. But, it, it, yeah. it makes it makes no sense. Like, we have tw- not twin towers, but you got Thais and Al Horford. Those cats can run shit in the paint. They can really shut it down. You will have you will have no low posts, uh, 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 no no points in the paint. You will not have that with the, that with them on the court. And they're extra motivated from that shit that Bruce Brown was talking yep. before the damn season started. No doubt, with He's him paying for that. With him talking that shit, like, oh, you think, oh, you think because we don't have time, or you can beat us now? A word, okay. We got something for you. So. Yeah. And that's another reason why they shouldn't have played time, Laura. But uh, we're past that. <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna end it with Kevin Durant. I got some things to say, my subscribers, man. I've been saying that KD last year was the best player in the NBA. In my eyes, this year was. I've been saying I, I don't know who it is. He does I, KD. Definitely not Kevin Durant. I will tell you this too, and he's also not the best scorer ever. I don't want to hear this from my subscribers because this is what mm. people don't realize. And I said this on Twitter when we talk about best scorers ever. It's not all about one-on-one. If you want to talk about one-on-one with no help defense, maybe KD is the best scorer ever. But you've got to you've got to play against five. When you're one of the best scorers of all time, right. you're going to have to play against teams. You're going to have to beat teams. How are you going to counter getting multiple defenders thrown at you? How are you going to counter physicality? How are you going to counter playing heavy minutes deep into the playoffs after a long season where you got to carry a little bit more weight? 
right. are, is Ke- Kevin Durant since 2016 against the against the Warriors. He hasn't figured out a counter to when the defense loads up on him at the top. He right. doesn't move enough without the ball when he's not with that Golden State team. Right. He doesn't fight hard enough in the post. Right. And that's what happens. All Everybody wants to gawk at the fact that he's a seven-foot demigod. But yeah. what aspect of that seven feet is really benefiting him right now? Right. If anything, it's hurting him playing the way he does at seven feet because he's playing against length and pretty good lateral wings mm-hmm. that not only can stick with him and stay in front of him, he's losing the ball, whether it's, it's coming up for his shot or with the handle. And they are pushing him, and he is just – his legs are gone, and you can see it in how short his shots are, his stamina, and the will. That's another thing we don't talk about. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan will. Where is it? It seems to me – and he's. And by the way, Kevin Durant, I listened to his press conference after the game. He took great accountability. He said that their size is bothering him. He also said a key word, and I've been saying it for three, two games now. Maybe catching the ball closer to the rim. He knows his own problems. Mm. He's a smart player. He's an all-time great. We talked about that in the last show. Exactly, but it's all about going out there and doing it in the Mm. trenches. And this is what separates the best, the greats from the goats. Mm -hmm. And to me, Kevin Durant is a great, but he's not a goat. And the reason why I say this is all the things I just said, and this is why it also has helped him. For three years, he got to take a vacation on offense because he had nuclear weapons on either side of him and a system that promoted ball movement and player movement. And he got to go one-on-one and mismatch hunt in the 2018 finals against whoever he wanted. Tristan Thompson, Kevin, uh, Kevin Love. You saw in 2017, Jared Smith sprinted out to the three-point line. He was so afraid of Steph Curry. Kevin Durant's getting wide open dunks. No superstar. The, the best scorers, Kevin – Kevin, Kobe, even Shaq are mm-hmm. not getting – it's not that easy for them. LeBron, who mm-hmm. name it. It's mm-hmm. just you're starting to see all your flaws come out in the playoffs, and Kevin Durant has hid from them for three years. And if his best claim to fame is that his foot was on the line, uh, his foot was too big and he could have beaten the Bucks for the next 10 years, if that's what you're going to go with, be my guest. But to me – You say his biggest – I'm sorry. Ever since the OKC era, damn, in his prime. Like I'm sorry. I know this sounds harsh, but he is not doing what Kawhi did. He's not doing what Giannis did, and being the consensus guy on a championship team. Because everybody's gonna always argue Steph Curry and KD to the moon with that team on the Warriors, because it was Steph Curry's empire. And yeah, yeah, I have nothing else to say about KD, but he better not get swept. This is embarrassing, and he's not who a lot of you think he is. I'm sorry. Well, he's about to get swept. Are you done with your rant? I'm done with my rant. That that was it. That was that was a they put a sound effect out on that man. That was a man, 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 man. like you, you some sound effects, man. I mean, right. I, I, and I don't even got anything about. I don't hate Kevin at all. I don't yeah. like his move to Golden State. I think that was weak. Yeah, but was, uh, I love. I loved watching him play. I literally remember his first game. I remember his first game against the Denver Nuggets on ESPN yeah. with the Sonics. Like I remember watching it. I what's, like KD, but like, what's so funny about this game with him? He has like smaller guys on him, and instead of just pulling up on the smaller guys, he's like going down to their level and dribbling around them and kicking out to the corner. <laughs> he's not even, he's not even like, and he's not even dribbling like to the paint or to the cup. He's like dribbling to to the side of the court and where he's going to throw the ball and then throws it to the corner over there. 
or to the wing. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, this, you're Kevin Durant. I don't. Someone, someone keeps asking me. <laughs> someone keeps asking me about Kawhi Leonard. Would I take the 2019 version of Kawhi or the, the best Kawhi over the way KD plays in the playoffs against loaded defenses? Ooh, how strong shit. he is? I, I'm honestly gonna say yeah at this point. I'm honestly gonna say yes. Because say I it again. Was, say well, what was that? Say it again. Saying, would you take the best Kawhi because of the fact that he goes to the post over yeah. to the best KD? I'm honestly starting to think yeah. If you were now, what were you doing? Are you, um, damn, Kawhi, uh, 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 Kyrie just pushed uh, Marcus down. Now, are, is this a, is this a street ball game or are you building a championship? Because that's two different things. What do you want them for? We're talking about NBA playoffs. Playoffs, yeah, I'd probably go Kawhi too. Can't he? Yeah. And yeah, we got comments. Katie can't handle that physical play. I mean, here's the thing, guys. Not I mean, anymore. A lot of you, a lot of you guys are gonna say <clears throat> last year. He was awesome last year, but I'm starting to think this is the beginning of the decline. I'm starting yeah. to think it. He's getting injured more. It's he's been that. Younger. Yeah. But last let's, year he was unreal. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just. This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. I want to push. I want to pump a push the brakes a little bit on what you said. Eight ninety percent of what you said was was factual and correct, but it's just you know some of that. It's he he's already um, you know he's already uh, on the decline. He's been on the decline even from last year. Even though last year he was great. But last year, he didn't play that many games, and he's coming off of those injuries, man. Those injuries have really really taken his speed away and his quickness. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. So, you know, we just got to accept it for what it is. I For all those people who said, I never thought he was the greatest scorer ever. I I, I never – he was – he's one of the greatest scorers ever. He's Absolutely. one of the purest. He's one of the purest, you know hardest what I'm saying? To guard but, when he's hardest to guard one-on-one, no doubt. I mean, for, for, for real, but when – I mean – he always uses size as an advantage. Now it looks like he's using it to a disadvantage. Like, why make yourself smaller? But I don't know. But I just – I cannot wait to just wrap this uh, wrap this series up so uh, we can rest. Hopefully Chicago can get a game, uh, get one more game out of, the, out of the champs. I seriously doubt it. And – Shoot, what else do I want to say about Boston? It's so much. It's, it's so Tatum much. Just, Jason Tatum is, is is like literally becoming like <sighs> top five, arguably player by the end of this playoff. Why, playing right now. Why did everybody have a problem with uh, what uh, the truth said uh, on on Twitter last night? And, and, and Twitter got all upset this morning about it. What the fuck for was reference, that? For reference, he said that we've seen Jason Tatum surpass KD right now. And uh, in the in the NBA hierarchy, he literally I, phrased it like that. So what are you upset about? To me, it's different if if it was a six game, seven game series, and he's winning. Like it's it's tough, and you can just see the solution slightly better team, more organized. But this is embarrassing. He's outplayed him in every single game, and this right. team. clearly the team at that point. But yeah, we. I mean, a lot of people want to say just one series, one year doesn't defect it. But Katie's only going to get worse, and I think Tatum's only getting better. So. It's nothing to consider, but let's move it on now. Let's briefly go through some other games. 76ers and the Raptors. I'm really happy for the Raptors. They stayed alive. We saw the return of Scotty Barnes, the rookie of the year now. Congrats to Scotty. It was thoroughly deserved. I was obviously pulling for my boy Evan Mobley, but Barnes deserves it. We saw him. We saw the, the Raptors embrace their size a little bit more in this game. Embiid was getting double teamed a lot in the mid post early in the game and in the mid range area, and they were getting a lot of success. And hold then he started hold posting up a little deeper. And Go back to rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Go for it. You don't. Th- you don't think K uh, should have got anything with that? Mm, I think that it's so impressive how Sc- I know Scotty Barnes's team had already been somewhat established with Siakam and Van Vliet, but mm. to help them make the playoffs and to be so important for them this season, played seventy plus games. He's been an ox. He's a beast, mm. and I think he thoroughly deserves it. And it was awesome seeing Pascal Siakam finally have a great game. He was he was getting by guys left and right. 
he got a friendlier whistle today home centric or the other day home centric calls right and even though right. Embiid started going more to the lower post and posting up deeper again going back to kd obviously Embiid has the weight and the real yeah. the real seven foot center like but it, it's all about catching it deeper and a guy that you really should watch film on when it comes to that not everybody has his body but shaquille o'neal i mean in terms of fundamentals just catching the ball deep He's mm-hmm. a picture perfect guy, and he played against zones and all these t- different types of defenses that you see today, too. So, right. Uh, but the Raptors, they yeah. responded really well, and you finally got a good game from Gary Trent Jr. You needed something 24 points on Saturday afternoon, eight of 20 from the field, three of 10 from three. The percentage is not the best, but they got 20 plus points from him. Scotty Barnes, he didn't play that much. He came off the bench. I mean, he played 26 minutes, and he got 11 rebounds, too, six points. He, he ran a lot of the point forward. You didn't see much. Mal- you didn't see any of Malachi Flynn or any of those other guys. Fred Van Vliet also got injured in the game, and mm. they only had it for 15 minutes. But they honestly ended up going big. A lot of Chris Boucher, who played 19 minutes, at nine points. Yeah. Precious Achua played 24 minutes, and they did a decent job on Embiid, who was seven to 16 and only had 21 points. So they did a really solid job there. Your boy Jamie Harden got to the line 11 times, made 10 of them, 22 points, nine assists. Four That's how we got all his points like usual. Blocks, but five of 17 from the field, so less than 33% shooting. They also held Tyrese Maxey in check. He was only four of 12 and one of three, so 33% there, only 11 points, six assists. And Tobias Harris was efficient, 15 and 11, but only shot 12 times, seven of 12. Pascal Siakam, 30. But why they didn't have him shoot more? Here's, here's my question. Yes. Toronto, this is not even my question. This is just obvious. Toronto, really? could either be winning this series or tied with them right now. They literally blew uh blew what game three and what uh what was this? It was game four, right? Yeah, just just he they won game four. Pass that's what I was saying. Pascal had 34 points, so he he killed it. He finally responded to the critics 34, 8 and 5 on 10 of 19 shooting and in 15 free throw attempts, 13 of 15 from the line. But yeah, that that's all I had on the Raptors. Uh, you can close it out on them. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. I don't think the Ra- the Raptors are over. I don't think the Raps are done because they they almost could have won Game Three. They choked that game out. They they held serve and they held on to Game Four. They did not lose that, so they held that one. So they're still in the series. They uh, what is it? Joel did not come for the sweep like he told Drake. So that did not fucking happen. You shouldn't have been talking shit to you after you did it. I really think. Toronto can extend this series. I picked them, you know, I picked them going on my show today. I picked them going, uh, you know, Philly in seven, but I can see them pushing this to seven games, man. They played them great so far for real. They yeah. just have to, and I mean, then, yeah. And then, I mean, you can win, you won this game with Fred Van Vliet on the bench. I mean, yeah. and they, and their, their ball movement, they look good. They, they had Philly on their heels. Of course, uh, Jamie gave them nothing. Like usual, all he had was free throws for him. He's still he's still doing that, you know, flopping up to the line trying to get free throws. They're not giving that anymore. He can't he can't make he he doesn't have like real separation from guys like he used to. His shot isn't as wet as it used to be. He what else can he really give him? All he has that's why he wants to dribble the ball. That's why he wants to be the point guard because he can't be dependent on for scoring like that. And he, he really can't. And he doesn't move off the ball at all. He's maybe the worst, like one of the worst I've ever seen in that aspect for a great scorer. Oh, always, always. He, I mean, doesn't he, he can't he can't like uh you know move off the ball like set us run around. He can't do any of that. He has to just dribble, dribble, dribble. That's his, that's his shit. His shit is that that's his game. His game is horrible. I agree but, with this comment by the way. They were spamming Siakam spread pick and roll and it was working. And a lot of a lot of switching from the Sixers and he was he was taking him off the dribble going hard right getting to the line. So props mm-hmm. to Siakam. He was due for a good game after a tough game 3. Right. And hey, if anybody 
if anybody can potentially blow a three nothing lead, it's a Glen Rivers coach team. Oh damn! Yeah, you already know. Always, always knocking down. But anyway, <laughs> I feel you. But but the other thing too, though, I hope Siaka a uh, uh, Pascal can s- s- sustain it because he was supposed to be that next, you know, the, the next big best player for them after Kawhi left. He was supposed to be the next one, but then he got surpassed by Fred. So I don't come know, on, man. Siakam still, I feel like he's been the best player this season. This is over Fred. Yeah. Over Fred, I don't know about that. I can have the season. We'd have to ask Raptors Raptors fans. We gotta ask Nelly J and her crew. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's move on to the Jazz and the Mavs. I didn't actually catch too much of this game. You can probably t- talk to me more about it. Luka Doncic returned, which was awesome. We got to see him, and he was back yeah. in full force. 30 points, 10 rebounds, only four yeah. assists, though, and four turnovers. 11 of 21 shooting and four of 10 from three. And also only got to the line four times, but made all of them. 30 to 19, I'm seeing for the Jazz in the second quarter. Did you see the first half? Yes, I did. Um, what, gave, I, what, was, what was bringing the Jazz up uh, with the lead? Wait, oh, the first half of uh, of Dallas uh, Jazz? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I just saw the second half. Okay, so second half, the Mavs came back. Third quarter, they outscored them 39-24. I caught the end. It was an epic ending. Yeah. Uh, going back and forth, Luka was going in pick and roll, and then Rudy was switching on to him. And <coughs> Luka was hitting them step backs. I thought they were right. going get, to get, go all the way. Right. Luka made a go-ahead bucket. And I was thinking to myself, oh, man, Luca's mm-hmm. back. He's clutch. He's ready to go. Mm-hmm. But on the last play, out of all the controversy that's happened between them, Donovan Mitchell, love to Rudy, Escar yep. Gobert yep. for the win. <laughs> Escar. Yeah. yeah. That Escar was, for the that win was. as the Jazz. And then the final play, they double-teamed Luca. Smart yeah. decision. I think Luca yeah. made the right play. Mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie, maybe, maybe. I don't think there was enough time. Could have made mm-hmm. the extra swing to the corner. Mm-hmm. But – he shot the shot, missed, and the Jazz stayed alive by the skin of their teeth. Their season was right there, and they won it 100 to 99. Give me your thoughts. I got two things with that. Number one, that ending. You're down by a point. By a point. Why does Jake hit it? Jake hit is a better coach than this. Halftime, season 53-50. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, what is it? You're up. You're down a point. Why are you taking a desperation three? Why? Why? I don't get that. Of course, Luke. Of course, Luke is going to be double teamed. You kick it over to Spencer. That's a good. That's a good kick out. That's of course what you what you freaking do. But you don't have, bro. Take two dribbles in. Take one dribble in, and then take that shot. It's a much easier easier shot, and you're wide open because they're not expecting you to come in and take a jump shot. I don't get that. Like, come on. Why? Why, why do Division One college basketball teams do that? Why do NBA basketball teams do that you're down by a point and instead of just taking force uh, uh, forcing the, uh, the refs to make a call by driving to the basket drawing up a nice play with a two a jump shot they take a, a desperation three I, I i don't get it i don't get it it's yeah i, I agree sometimes you know yeah. when you're down when you're only down a point they still be going for threes it's really mind-boggling i also yeah. want to make sure i remember this before we move on Dwight Powell missed two free throws yeah, right before did. that log. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. just one of those free throws had he, they been made. He, then, missed some, then, he missed some free throws earlier in that quarter as well. And it's a tie game. So, yeah, let's read yeah. the stat lines. Dwight yeah. Powell. Hold up. Before you go to that, though, before you go, go to that, it. I wanted to say uh, with Dallas, too, I really think Dallas made the mistake of bringing Luka back. I think they should have let him either, you know, not play – or only play if they were down. I think they should have let the team that they had 
go up 2-1, let that team play and let them do their thing. I don't think they I don't think they should have brought Luca Lucas Skywalker back. I think them bringing Skywalker back kind of threw them off maybe maybe slightly a little, I don't know, but I think they should have let Jalen Brunson can, can tr- continue to uh, steer that ship and put that offense through him. Keep playing, keep throwing it down to uh, Dwight, Dwight do his thing down there. And I, I just, you know, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I think they could. I think they could do that. And, and Spencer, Spencer's going to play good either way. As long as that man is healthy, that dude can score. Well, but he, I played, really, he had a tough one though in this one. Five points on two of nine shooting, and one of five from three in only twenty-four minutes. I know, but also too, like his shots were also being taken away because Luca's back. Everybody's exactly. shots were taken away because a uh, uh, Skywalker's back. But Luca yeah. Skywalker, he, he changes. He changed the whole offensive scheme. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Every every role every role player like Dwight Powell three for three, Bullock four for nine, eleven points, Finney Smith four of seven, eleven points, but right. Brunson twenty three points, five rebounds, three assists, but seven of eighteen shooting, so not the most efficient night. Yeah. And it seemed like besides that, everybody else shot below fifty percent for the Mavs. Yeah. They only shot forty three percent as a team. Yeah. And then you had Bogdanovich finally had a, a night that he wasn't killer, four for ten yeah. shooting, one of five from three, only twelve points. Gobert, 17 points, 15 rebounds. Didn't have a block, but still had a solid game. But 9 of 18, 9 of 18 from the line. That is suspect as hell. Mike Conley, another game just not great. Six points on two of eight shooting. Donovan Mitchell, another inefficient night. 23 points, six rebounds, seven assists, two steals. But he only turned the ball over one time. Seven for 21 from the field. That's 33%. And then 20% from three, two of 10. But he did make big plays at the end and got it done. And then Jordan Clarkson. The leading score for the Jazz, 25 points off the bench, plus wow. 18 when he was on the court, 9 of 16 shooting, and 3 of 5 from deep. So Don't talk about that bench. That bench is horrible. Goodness. But anyway, we got a three-game series now. I said it was going to be – Dude, don't talk about that about that Utah bench because that bench was so trash. Like literally the only person that gave him some points was, uh, was Jordan Clarkson. Everybody else, six or lower. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with the I I said for the series though I'm I've said if Luca plays it's gonna be Mavs in seven if if the Jazz if he doesn't play at all it's gonna be Jazz in six so I'm gonna stick with my pick and go Mavs in seven but it could easily be Mavs in six what whoa, whoa, whoa. why would you say if he plays it'll go seven I was thinking if he plays in the if he bring comes in in the middle of the series but she did I, I I'm I'm sticking with the seven oh okay I could okay. I could easily be six though the Jazz are frauds to me. Yeah, I think it. Um, I got Mavs in six. I really don't think they should let these bums push it to seven. They should wrap this up and let let the Jazz go ahead and start their rebuild. I think uh, Ainge is going to gut the shit out of that team. He's going to totally rebuild it. Um, he's going to get some uh, some players he wants. He's going to get some picks for uh, for Rudy and Spider. So go ahead and start that off. Uh, uh, Dallas, if you do let him push it, push it to a game seven, something's wrong with you. And I think, I think something else that happens with the Mavs sometimes too, man. And this is, this happens to teams where they have like one singular, really good player that's doing stuff that no one's ever seen before. You, your teammates get the, get the, uh, what is it? Uh, stargazing. They get the stargazing and not paying attention to their assignment, not uh, 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 boxing out for that for that offensive board, or not you know picking up them, not not getting open for the shot, just standing there watching you instead of doing you know basketball stuff, you know, what I'm saying a uh, smart basketball play. So I think they need to watch that, dude. You know, what I'm saying watch that and just uh, what is it? Play sound ball. 
And in in and, and Luca also too has to depend on uh his 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 teammates more his himself because he takes a lot of bad shots. He takes a lot of bad shots. Yeah, he was he going wants. really ISO heavy at the end of the game. Bro, he then, ball I don't know why Jay Kidd is just doing that because that's horrible. Because you let him start doing that uh, uh, whenever he wants, and when he does it, when you don't want to do that, he'll start bitching at you, and y'all will have a problem because that that uh. That him playing that ISO ball and looking at those refs to bail him out—that is horrible. That's horrible. Uh, uh, Lucas Skywalker ball. I hate when Dallas plays like that. It's trash. By the way, so the guy's saying I'm a Raptors fan. Siakam is a lock for third team All NBA this year. The only reason Fred made the All Star game was because Siakam was hurt early on. Huh. Okay. So let's go to the the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. This was obviously a must win game for Minnesota. I didn't actually watch it thoroughly. They led by five at the end of one. It was <coughs> neck to neck the entire way. The Grizzlies made a little run at it at the end, but the Wolves prevailed. Another tough night for John Morant, swarming him with multiple bodies when he came into the paint. And again, we talked about it. He may have gotten 15 assists um, and eight rebounds, so he did some good things besides scoring. But 11 points, 4 of 13 shooting. He doesn't really have many go-tos outside of charging the paint and coming off screens and trying to switch directions and charge downhill. He didn't have a tough night. What were you seeing? I mean, uh, tough night with, uh, with who was having a tough night? John Morant. Man, John. Three tough games out of four. Bro, that's because oh, – I, I said this in the regular season, man, and I hate – I mean, I don't hate it because I know it was going to happen unless he just magically developed a jumper for the postseason. When you just have one way to play, I mean, all they got to do is stop it, man. It's just like, you know, how C stopped Bron when he was with Cleveland, his first go-around with Cleveland. You just build up that wall so you can't just come in the paint and do whatever you want. And you got – uh, what is it? You 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 got Cat. He's 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 a big dude. He can help do that. You know, I what think Cat's actually holding his own on defense in this series for the most he part. He is, man. He when is. He's not man. getting in foul trouble. This was a great yeah. game for Cat, by the way. Maybe even surpass game one. Right, in the playoff game. right, right. He had thirty three and fourteen and got to the right. line seventeen right. times. Made right. fourteen of them. His his de- his defense his defense has been uh has been uh pretty good, man. His offense has been a little suspect, but this game, you know, his offense came with it. I think um. I think with Ja though, excuse me. I think with Ja, Ja just needs to, you know, God, I can't. What can he do? You can't just develop a jumper right now. I don't know, man. I, to me, Tyler Jenkins is just. You have to come up with a better scheme. Either set up those high pick and rolls, have him pass, uh, get the ball out of his hands earlier. Well, I mean, uh, he, he's creating good shots for the team. Like Desmond Bain had an amazing shooting night again, 34 points for him. He's actually been maybe the, he's maybe been their best, arguably their best player of the series, 11 of 18 shooting and eight of 12 from three. Jaron Jackson only got six shots off. But, but um, he made three of them and hit seven points, but not as active as he usually is. He had six fouls. He fouled out. So they had him in foul trouble. Credit, credit Carl Anthony Towns a little bit for that. Yeah, did he get first. most? Yeah. I mean, he got most of his uh, shots. What is it? Dylan didn't Brooks had 24 of, points as well, 10 of 20 11 shooting. 11 points in. Yeah. Didn't he get most of them for the line, didn't he? Did he get how many? Uh, Gary Jackson Jr.? No, I was, I was talking about uh, Ja. Yeah, oh, he ja. had three. Well, yeah, three. Yeah, only three, three free throws. Yeah, he got him off the line as well. I mean, Tyus Jones, 13 off the bench. Brandon Clark, 15. But they held their best player in check. And Jaron Jackson Jr. only with seven. That's yeah. a win for the, for the Wolves. And also Carl Anthony Towns, as I said, 33 and 14. He was awesome. Eight of 17 shooting, three of five from deep. D'Angelo Russell and him made some plays closing. D'Lo had another 
poor sh- had another poor shooting night. He's had three poor shooting nights out of four in this series. Only 10 points on three of 12 shooting, two of six from three. <laughs> but he made wild. some big plays closing, though. I'll give that to D'Lo. 10.7 assists, had some big plays closing. Anthony Edwards responded from his 19-point outing in game three with a much better performance in game in game four. 24 so, points, four rebounds, four assists on seven of 14 shooting and four of eight from three and made all his free throws six of six. So very efficient. Vanderbilt, 12 points and eight rebounds on six of eight shooting. So they had five starters in double figures. Patrick Beverly had 17 and five assists. You done yeah. with Memphis already, man? Like, damn, you're going fast? Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get through that. all the games. I'm trying to get through I, all the games tonight. So. I, I feel you. Know, if, you got, if you got more on Memphis, go for it. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little more about him. I just, you see, the only thing I wanted to say basically was you see that shooting can, is, is what's going to win you games and shooting is what is going to give Memphis a Minnesota problems. The two guys that can shoot, they they went up 24 points and 34 points, Bain with 34 and uh, uh, Dylan Brooks right. with 24. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just they need more shooting, and I don't understand you think why so? J- they need. Yeah, they need more shooting. And Jerry got Jackson, a lot of shooting though, forty-seven percent from three this game, dude. It, th- those are those are probably points in the paint. <laughs> those no, are points. Three, in- I said, not not the field. Forty-seven percent from three. Forty percent. How many sh- how many threes did they shoot? Thirty-two. That's a lot. That's a oh, good amount. Shit. That is a lot. But they, I was. They have but, spacers. I mean, think about it. Jaron Jackson Jr. shoots threes, and he's like a. He, he does, but how, how? What is he? What is he percentage? Wise? You know what they? You know what they lack? What, is, what is he percentage wise? What is he percentage wise? Probably not that great. Probably not that yeah, great. That's what I'm screaming. Oh, but but what, what did you just say about him? I was saying I think they lack the mid range game more than anything. This team. That's what I'm screaming. All three yeah, yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. And J, and JJ, I don't know what it is to him to me on offense and defense. He yeah, looks 30, like thirty two percent from three for Jay. That's what I'm saying. Like that dude is not a good. He's not a good three point shooter, dude. When that dude is on offense and defense, sometimes, especially, shit, sometimes both. He looks like a baby deer out there. He's just flailing around. He doesn't look stable. He's just like he's like just a little bit more meat on his bones though than a deer, wouldn't you say? He true, but he's pinballing off of guys. You know, he's you know, reckless, man. He's he, reckless. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't look stable out there. He doesn't look under control. It's just, you know, it's just like job. But that's that's one thing he does that I don't like. But that's all I really have for, uh, Se- for seven, 17 points, by the way, for Patrick Beverly, as I said before, a huge performance. He was their second leading scorer in this one. Actually, no, right. I'm sorry. No, he wasn't. Uh, Anthony Edwards was. And then they got 16 points from my Favorite college player of all time. I have to give him a shout out. Jordan McLaughlin from USC. One of the guys I looked up to, modeled my game after to an extent. Super point guard. Yeah, five of six on the field, four of four from three. Never heard of that, dude. Points. 16 points. He's a small guard. I thought he was going to be too small to make the NBA. He went okay. undrafted, went through the G League, and yeah. I'm just so happy for him. To make an impact like that on a playoff game that Minnesota won, there are right. not – like this, this is a franchise that you can argue – as like maybe the worst franchise in NBA history now. They yeah. have not had many playoff wins, period. So for him to just be involved in one and impact the game that way was awesome. Um, for those wondering about Jaden, two guys that have had very big impact for Minnesota in this series didn't play much this game. Ten minutes from Jaden McDaniels, only had four points and was mm-hmm. 0-4. And then Malik Beasley, who's been huge. It was big in game one. Right. Had only 12 minutes and didn't even get a shot off. So, but the important thing is Minnesota won led by Towns 119 to 118. We got an even series, my, my guy. 2 2. How do you think it's going to go? I'm going to stick with my pick. I said Grizzlies in six. And I'm going to stick with it. But what you think? They're going to need better from Ja. They're going to lead a whole lot, a whole lot better from Ja. Man, I. I picked man. I picked Memphis in seven earlier today. I almost want to switch it, but no, I'm going to stick Memphis in seven. The only reason I say that is because 
both of these teams, to me, they both look like they don't know what the hell they're doing. They both, they really don't. They're, <laughs> both young them, and they're both young and inexperienced. That's what I'm saying. They both look, they both look baby, super suspect out there. They don't look like, look like they know what they're doing. To me, the only, the team with the home team in, in the last game is going to win it. And that's that's Memphis. So I got Memphis getting them in seven. I ain't going for it. All right. I'm going to go with six. Even this is just because that's what I said before the series, but it could easily yeah. go seven. So yeah. I, before we move on to today's games, yeah, I wanna, let's jump onto that question. You want to see the yeah, this question right now? I want you to go and answer that question for you because that's a you question. What up, Brent? Oh, the great. What do you think about people saying Lucas Skywalker plays like Larry Bird? I don't think they play alike at all. Okay, here's the thing. Now, Brent, are these people being objective? Or are they saying it just because they both white? Or are they saying it just because they both shooters? You know what I'm it's, saying? That, that, NBA media says it because he's white, tall, and can do a lot of different things with the ball, and he's crafty. Yeah. They don't beat people with speed or athleticism. They beat people with size and, and you know, craftiness, pump fakes, and that type of stuff. So to me, if you were to ask me, I'd say they do kind of play like uh, each other. You know what I'm saying? They, uh, Luca does kind of play like him. Luca's just not as flashy as uh, as Larry Legend was, and Larry and Larry Legend was kind of flashy with some of his passes. Like Larry, uh, a Legend would pass like magic. You know what I'm saying? He would get that those magic no looks and all that shit going. But I don't know, man. He he plays similar to dude. But also not, still a lot of, I will tell you the main difference is I yeah, know Luca. I, I I just say similar, not not alike. Yeah, I think I think the one thing about uh Larry was you saw him post up a lot more. You saw him get the ball much deeper around the basket, be more right. physical, better rebounder, yeah. tougher. Luca's right. like he's a great playmaker, and he but he, he's like a pick and roll top of the key, like in the same sense as Harden is, like dancing at the top. Larry Bird right. does not dance at the top. He'll Word. get in the mid post and stuff Word. and make quick decisions, but Word. uh. So let's um, let's move on to. There's yeah. not much to say about this game. Bucks versus Bucks versus Bulls again. The I didn't watch much of it. The Bucks just took it to these dudes again. Yes, he will. Oh, Jesus, he won't ask for a trade. He'll. Uh, uh, Danny Ainge will get uh, uh, jettison his oh, ass Josue, up on that. Josue, by the way, not Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Josue. Uh, Josue, uh, Danny Ainge will jettison his ass out of there to get some dope picks for him. You ain't got to worry about him requesting shit. Bucks and Bulls, though Giannis, man, he dominated thirty-two and seventeen and seven assists on and two blocks, eleven of twenty-two shooting. Again, this game was basically over by the fourth quarter. Huge performance again by Drew Holiday, who's just yeah. been incredible in the two games in Chicago. Yeah. Both ends of the floor, twenty-six yeah. points and seven dimes, ten of twenty-one shooting, and five for eight from three. Yeah. And then another nice performance from Bobby Portis, fourteen and yeah. ten, six of twelve shooting, and Grayson Allen. Two huge games in Chicago. Oh, I can't stand How his crazy ass. is that? 27 points for Grayson uh, Allen off the bench, 10 of 12 shooting, and 6 uh, of 7 from I wanna, 3. I want to call him stuff names and, right now. Dude. And, and, hey, they held DeRozan again, 8 of 20 shooting, 0 of 5 from deep, only 23 points. And then Zach Levine had actually had an efficient game again, 13 assists for Zach. Wow. Five even, 24 points on eight of 18 shooting. But yeah. man, it looks like the, the second quarter was the one that the Bucks just took over. 31 and 19 in that one. I probably I bet they were probably going at Vucevic a lot, I'd assume. Mm -hmm. Again, in that pick and roll and just being physical with the Bulls. Yeah. And just just not the Bulls just don't don't really have many offensive threats, man. Even though, like, for example, again tonight, nine of 36 from three, 25 percent, yeah. only 39 percent shooting. So they got locked up. Nobody yeah. on the Bulls bench scored more than eight points. They don't have much depth. Caruso, 0 of 1, had a donut tonight. And Vucevic, Ooh. 5 for 14, 11 and 10. 
They probably just, you know, they figured they figured him out. They've made a championship statement in these two games in Chicago that, like, you know what, Middleton's out, but everyone's saying this could be a longer series. It's yeah. not. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. take the life right out of you, and that's yeah. what they did. One nineteen ninety five. Give me your thoughts. I'm gonna that, that's what I. That's what I. <laughs> that's that's what I loved about. Oh damn, Mary J looks so good. She had this game. Celtics up fifty eight fifty. 1050 left in the third. God, she's so gorgeous. Uh, what is it? That's what I loved about uh about Milwaukee. Right after Middleton got hurt, first thing first thing they did. Oh, y'all thought y'all was back in the series, Chicago? No. I'm kicking y'all ass. And that's what they, that's what they did. Like Memphis and Milwaukee came in, they put their uh their foot on Chicago's neck. They just wanted to let you know, just because uh, our second dude is hurt does not mean you're going to get one off. They won that game. They did give the next game to Chicago, but Milwaukee came back right now, and they—I mean—they're up on—they're up in the series. What three one, two one, three one? Yeah, three one. So, I mean, this shit is—it's wraps. Let's, let's also have a conversation about the Rosen man. Three it, bad games out of four. This okay, is, look, again, the same postseason struggles for Demar. This is this is classic Demar, but again, this is a bad matchup. You're playing the champs. It's all. It's I, I don't even blame him that much. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really I, necessarily I, blame him that much. But yeah. was, was, is it fair to say that he, after the season he's had, he should at least be giving us at least two good games out of four, a little bit better than what he's given? After the season he's had, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean. He should, but when you're playing again, the, the champs, Milwaukee is what they had to. Their, their top five defense in the league. Uh, I know they finished the, the finished the season as such. You're playing them. They were what the third seed. I mean, they're going to know how to suffocate your best player. You know, so yeah. he doesn't really have that many shooters around him at all. Yeah, and he doesn't have it. He doesn't have that many. The only thing he has is what he's, he's got. Uh, uh, Zach Levine, who got a double double, he's got a uh, 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 Caruso had zero points. Uh, what is it? Vucevic, he had a double double with eleven and ten. Like Vucevic, he could score. Like, come on, dude, what are you doing? And uh, with Kobe White, I thought Kobe White is pretty good. He 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 played thirteen minutes and gave him two points. What the hell? So you, just, hey, I also want to say to the comment in there: Are you saying that Larry Bird is a heliocentric pick and roll heavy star because he's anything but he literally i don't i haven't larry bird maybe the like in terms of a star that doesn't hold on to the ball long what the hell is heliocentric mean what it means fuck? that everything revolves around you you know us uh, a system where it revolves around one player think phoenix with the Suns with nash harden uh, with antony lebron yeah. with the Cavs, luca everything yeah. that's not what the celtics were though in the 80s yeah. Right. No. No. It wasn't. No. Not at all. They they, they played ball, uh, movement. ball movement all the time. Ball movement. Oh, they had a name for it. I forget. Like Rick Carlisle used to talk about it because Rick Carlisle implemented implemented it with his team with the Mavs. That's why one of the reasons why they won in twenty eleven. Oh fuck! It'll come back to me. Uh, but yeah, that, they just constantly swung the ball. It was uh, damn. I, I is this series a wrap? By the way, is it a five game? I said Bucks and five before the series in my preview with eight oh eights. The series yeah. is it, it definitely is, man. And I just want to say I, I feel for 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 Demar because he's going to get labeled like the, that same label. You know what though? I don't know, man. It's different. I know Demar always. I don't look at him like I look at like like I look at Jamie Harden. Because Jamie Harden, I know he may do the same thing like playing bad in bad games. Why are you so bad on him, but you're not, not bad on DeMar? I feel like DeMar gets taken out 
I don't know another way. Like maybe it's mentally, like he it said. Is. It's mental for you sure. know what I'm saying? Like that's no maybe doubt. that's what it is. Maybe that's why I don't I don't crush him like I crush Jamie. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's talk. Let's talk Heat and Hawks. I didn't watch too much yeah. of this, but the the, the Heat defense just again. Yeah, yeah. The suffocation. Quarter, suffocating yeah. Trey Young, taking away all his spots, yeah. not letting him get to the paint, making other guys beat him. And tonight Trey Young. They just did it, man. Kevin Herter has had a really tough series. One of seven from the field, one of five from three. They do can shoot, too. I don't know what yeah. the, what's wrong Gallinari was four of nine, but 0 of four from three. And they just only scored 86 points, and you should no, look no further than Trey Young. They got Capella back tonight, by the way. He only had two points, only played 21 minutes. Trey Young, nine points, five turnovers, three of 11 shooting, and 10 of his 11 shots were three pointers that's a sign of switch everything constantly throwing double teams if you beat the first man and obviously a lot of trap like yeah they, they switch everything scheme but not letting trey get clean looks a lot of threes jimmy mm. butler no person besides jimmy butler no player besides jimmy had 20 plus points on the heat 36 and 10 boards for gotta, go back to, you gotta go back to my yeah. gotta go back to atlanta yeah I, go for I, it. this used to be my dude man i don't know what in the world did he well i guess he got injured last yeah he did get injured what the hell happened to jason collins man fucking john collins uh, i'm sorry john collins 11 points two boards two boards it's 11 not, points like bro what and, yeah, is and wrong the with him part is he shot a 50 uh -huh. like that's the thing he doesn't he doesn't play aggressively and i don't think the team does a good i've talked about this a lot on my podcast but like yeah. You don't do a good enough job of trying to develop him either. Right. Trey Young again. It's had a, such a bad series. Trey Young. He's had one good game out of four. This has been a bad response to the Eastern Conference Finals run. This whole I, team. It's been tough. I don't really understand it too because you, you, you. Uh, the obvious mistake was the what was that first coach they had? Who did they have that they got rid of? Um. Oh damn, I forget who we. You know who I'm talking about that Atlanta had last year. They fired him and then brought in. Oh yeah, it was um. Lloyd, oh, Pierce? Lloyd Pierce, there it is. They had Lloyd Pierce, and they were playing so bad for Lloyd, so so bad for Lloyd. Uh, my, my man Nate McMillan comes in like Captain Sabaho and comes in and saves them and and and, and restores them to uh, a winning team and gets them to the damn playoffs and plays good, gets to the Eastern Conference Finals. And y'all, what did they have a hangover or something from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals? Like that's all you did and. Now you're trash. Like, what, what's the deal? Like, I don't, I don't. That's a lot of unpacking in terms of the season. But as far as there's, they're gonna have to make some changes. They got some some old role players, some young role players struggle with injuries a lot this season. But Trey Young, they're gonna try to. They, what they need to do is bring him a second kind of star because this series is wrapped. Yeah, up. he needs a superstar. It's looking like Heat in five. Yeah. It was just they've shut him down. They've totally shut him down. And Jimmy Butler has redeemed himself from that first round last year against the Bucks. He has come out firing in right. these playoffs. One of right. two from three, got to the line 12 times. He made 11 of them. He's been killing it. Sam Adebayo had 14 points and eight rebounds on six of 11 shooting, but it was a solid win for the Heat. Victor Oladipo also got 23 minutes tonight. Well, shot yeah. three of 10 and 0 of 5 from three, so he wasn't that impressive, but he wasn't terrible. Six points. I see a comment saying there was a possession where P.J. By the way, P.J. Tucker's been playing great on Trey Young. I want right. I don't want to forget about him because he's not right. – also, his stats look good tonight, too. 14 points, eight boards, five of seven shooting, two of four from three. PJ Tucker, Tucker can guard one through five. Literally, in today's NBA, he can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, PJ, Bam, Jimmy all switched on Trey, and it turned into a turnover. That shit was funny as fuck. Trey was confused as hell. But, yeah, this series is a wrap. Anything else to say about the Hawks before we move on? I just think, um, what is it? Uh, they better get rid of Gallinari because Gall Gallinari is at the end of his rope. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know what other team would would pick him up. He's done. Uh, get rid of him. Get rid of Bogey too, because Bogey's not gonna you like Bogey. Bogey's not even a good role player for them because he's too he's too freaking ske- uh, 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 he's too freaking uh, 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 sketchy. Not sketchy, but um, inconsistent. Like yeah, tonight four uh, points, streaky. One of, one of six shooting. It's like that's nothing. Like he played the last two games, it's bro. Like, he's he's so streaky. Like it, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense with him. Like you 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 can't depend on him. He's not a player you can depend on off the bench. So they need to gut that roster. And they get, get this man and get this man another superstar, and it's over. Like you know, Miami's uh, Miami's trying to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and you know they probably gonna get there. Let's talk about the Suns and the Pelicans now. You had the Pelicans in a must-win situation. Still no Devin mm-hmm. Booker. It was a pretty even first quarter. Brandon Ingram was getting going. CJ McCollum right. was shooting a lot, not fully getting going. Right. And you had the Suns up by two at halftime, but then the third quarter, and they were limiting Chris Paul. It was a good amount of DeAndre Ayton again on those pick and rolls. Chris right. Paul, though, of course, he's gonna get his assists. Got eleven of them tonight. Found DeAndre Ayton on those little push shot pick and rolls or some solid post moves being shown by Ayton tonight. He was 11 of 14, another great game. But it was a third quarter for the Pelicans that they really pushed forward, 35-23. And Herb Jones really stood out. Oh, my God. Herb freaking Jones. We were due for a great Valanciunas game, and we got a great Valanciunas game, 26-15. and Five offensive rebounds, 9 of 15 shooting, and he got to the line 11 times, made seven of them. What were you seeing out there tonight? Bro, two names, Herb Jones and Alvarado. Alvarado, dude. Uh, that, he was that's, in the fourth quarter. Bro, he was playing his ass off when he was able to check a, a CP3 and make him turn the ball over full in the backcourt. Back, yeah. It was checking this dude full court, and on one of the full court, on one of the possessions, was able to make him choke it up in uh, on a half-court, eight-second clock. That shit was amazing, man. Like, that dude was everywhere. And I love, I love how he was able to take CP3's uh, 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 mind fucks that he does when he when he messes with you mentally and says stuff to throw you off your game that 80% of the league falls for and forgets how to hoop and then starts thinking about what he's saying. Alvarado didn't fall for none of that shit. He yeah. just kept balling. If anything, you know what I'm saying? He, yes, he, got under he was super flustered. Yes, yeah. he was that guy. He was super flustered. He was he was rattled, it seemed. Bro. And Jay Crowder also seemed rattled too. He's been having a tough series, and you can see it coming out. Five yeah. personal fouls, right? Three of seven shooting. It wasn't a bad right. shooting night for him, really, but one of three right. from deep. Suns were seven of we thought I said last game, are they gonna shoot that poorly from deep again? Four right. for 26, right. seven for 27 tonight. Yeah. So they're really missing Booker shooting right now. Yeah. Oh of two for bridges from deep. Oh of three from Chris Paul. Crowder, Crowder, man, he always you know, you have to play with an edge, you know, to get yourself up. A lot of players have to have to play like that. But him, though, he needs to play with that edge and then not always show his goddamn emotions because yeah. he gets too damn emotional and it takes him out of the next play. He's always trying to he's always trying to bang with somebody to show how tough he is or don't get this close to me and all this. Shit. Like, bro, you ain't trying to fight like chill, man. Like use that on the next possession to get to get that board so y'all can have a whole other uh, another possession. Shit. And make that damn corner three, shit. Yeah, I mean another guy, Cam Johnson, four of twelve in the absence of Devin Booker, and uh, another guy that's had a great. That's my boy too. You another guy that's had a, a tough series, Cameron Payne. He's really struggled in this series. Wow, the length yeah. of the of the Pelicans is, is really bothering him. Mm-hmm. Eight points for him tonight on three of ten shooting and zero of five from deep. Wow. And then the main guy, as, as we're going to talk about, I mean eight and at twenty three and eight, but Chris Paul. By yeah. far his worst game of the series. Only four points in the game. 11 assists, two yeah. of eight shooting, and 0 of yeah. three from three, and zero 
free throw attempts. Chris Paul is tired, my dude. He's, he's old. Tired. He can't carry he's, the same load as well. He is tired. Yes, sir. He is old. He is I tired. Heard he was, and he I heard he was needs- messing with his hand, too. I heard. Right. Second half. Oh, man. They better, not, they better hope not. He needs Devin back out there. I, I mean, if, if they do not get – man, oh, man, if they do not get Devin back, it, good God, can the Pels pull this out off, man? They may be able to. I mean, all the pressures on Devin Booker to Steve can come back and test that hamstring out for game five. If right. he doesn't play and they right. lose and they have to go into a game six in New Orleans, that would be insane. We got to also talk about, yeah, so Chris Paul struggled. The, the Sun struggled. But if you were to tell, ask me, if Devin Booker doesn't play, are they winning both games in New Orleans? I would not have said yes to you. I would have said this, it's splitting. And that's what it was. And we got to give a lot of credit. We talked about the role players. Herb Jones had some blocks, and he's had a really good series. He had some blocks tonight that were like Dr. J like. He was jumpers, spiking jumpers, crazy closeouts, unbelievable length. His his defense, you expect that. You expect that because that's what he's been known for getting these blocks off this year. But he was checking CP3 full court in half court. Like, how is their center that's getting these ridiculous? I thought I thought uh, Herb Jones. What, what, what he's he? a small forward. He's just late. Oh, I'm, I'm tri- he he looks like a, he looks like a, a a power forward or a center to me. That's what I thought he was. But you got your three out there picking up your their point guard Hall of Fame Hall of Fame point guard by the way, full court half court and getting strips off him, getting deflections. Like and playing good D and not falling for for CP3's mind games again. Like yo, props to him, man. Props yeah. to that. I mean, Valanciunas, like you said. Who else was? Um, what is it? It was one one other player. Brandon Ingram. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Oh man, bi thirty Ingram, points again man. tonight. Four rebounds, five assists. I'm seeing a comment. Is Brandon Ingram the best player in this series? I think he has been the best player in the series thus far. He's had three oh, games out of four. It's a bold thing to say. It is, but he's had the three good games out of four. Right. Um, only right. one of one of five from three. I don't really like him shooting threes much. Seven of yeah. ten free throws. He could be a little better there, but eleven of twenty-three shooting. Yeah. And a night where McCullum, he was good. He was still good though to me, CJ. He still made big shots in the second right. half. Right. Eighteen points and nine rebounds. Almost but, had a double uh, double. Eight of, uh, yeah, almost had a double double. Only right. eight of twenty-one shooting, so not great from and two of nine from three. But as right. I said, I was saying to my man uh, before the show started. Stars, you don't, you can't just look at the box score with them because if without CJ McCollum, if you have to make Brandon Ingram do everything, he's probably right. not shooting that efficiently. You know, it's right, good. right. Herb Jones, thirteen <laughs> points on three of seven shooting, seven of eight from the line, and three blocks and two steals. What's so, all? Yeah. What's What's also amazing about that CJ stat line is, what is it? He is. He's. I forgot he was out there. They didn't really need him, and he he was on the bench, and they still kicked their ass. It still was like a decisive beatdown. You know what and I'm saying? They yeah. didn't knew, they didn't need him at all. Like like them young players had it. Like they totally they took the will out of Phoenix in that game and cast started to play too emotional. And I like that lineup, that little big man lineup they threw out there when they played Larry Nance Jr. and Valanciunas. Yeah. Oh wow. And, oh no. Yeah. They, they actually went with Nance and Valanciunas for the first at time. At the same series. time. The I like that lineup, bro. I like that. I like that. Yeah. You can say. Y'all can say why I like it, but Nance yeah. Is- Nance has shown the ability to switch on guys. Uh, he can. He can switch. He's had a yes. great series, too. Six yes. points and seven rebounds. Yes. He's going to fully show his worth this game. Word. Three of three. He's been awesome in this series. Word. Talk about uh, talk about Larry Nance Jr. Because that dude, he I think uh, he's one of them cats that if he puts some real uh, – some real uh, 
work into his game in the offseason and comes out strong next season, he could be a huge potential candidate for most approved player of the year. I can league want to league want to give it to him already. So shit, he can go and hard and get that. This is yeah, and this is I mean, he obviously was with the Cavs for that 2018 run, but he's really mm-hmm. tasting some more playoff basketball. And I know that that for a lot of players that pushes them to work harder to taste more of that. Right. But 118, 103 was the final from New Orleans. They outscored the Suns 69-52 in the Man. second half. Yeah. 69 points allowed by Phoenix. Yeah. So that tells you a lot. It was uh, it was a, nothing on our hands, man. It was nothing that we, we we really do. It was all it was almost weird that it was like literally nothing Monty can do. And Monty is a great coach. Phoenix. Oh my god. Oh shit. Damn, JT hit that stanchion hard. Oh God. Oh, oh yeah, and he right. made that and one. That was a by the way, that was a great, was a great pass by Derek White. Is he all right? He was fine, but damn, he hit that awful hard, man. But but, yeah, but what right. I, what I wanted to say was, no, you're good. Just, I don't like my uh, star player uh, getting hit like that. I did not see that player when I watched this game. Uh, what is it? Um, I I don't think that. What, what was I just saying? Though? You're talking about um, Larry Nance, uh, the Pels. Uh, when that Monty, you're talking about Monty and how yeah, he anything. I, thank you. I just never seen Monty Williams potential probably gonna be coach of the year. And with the uh, Western Conference champs as his team, couldn't find an adjustment to stop the momentum of of New Orleans, and and couldn't it couldn't get uh couldn't get the ball couldn't get his his star point guard off without that Alvarado dude shutting him down. <laughs> like it was just it was it was shocking to me. It was shocking. Yeah, Willie Green's doing an amazing job. We got he give is him. man. We got to give him props for him. And let's talk about to fi- finish it out. Warriors and the Nuggets. I actually watched this game thoroughly. Nuggets had to win to stay alive. It was a pretty fun game. I'm not going to lie. Klay Thompson had a really good game again. He's had a good game in every single game. He had four threes. I'm sorry, no, eight points in the first quarter, two of them being threes, moving without the ball. Well, when you say good games, he's only average. I I saw the graphic. He only averaged, what is it, like low 20s in every game. And what did he finish with this game? 32 and, and think 32, about it. He's yeah. only averaging like 20 points for the season. He just came in from a freaking Achilles and ACL. Like he's that's he's true. Playing, but he's yeah. shooting, no, he's shooting the ball well. That's the important yeah. thing. He's shooting the ball yeah. well. Yeah. So he had eight by the way, and, and this, <laughs> this is the most points he's had all series. Yeah. This whole first all these first quarters have been actually pretty even in this series. Jokic has come out really good in every first quarter. No different tonight. Pro- probably the best one tonight. He had 18 points in the first, catching the ball in the low post scoring on jump hooks, catching the ball at the three-point line, getting to the basket, and also hit a couple of threes in the first quarter tonight. He was just awesome. Right. Two threes. Curry came in the game off the bench again, and he was two of eight to start. He was getting some good looks for the most part, mm-hmm. just missing. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Poole, this was the first game of the series where the Nuggets kept him in check. It was very clear they wanted to make sure he didn't beat them, right. trapped him on many screens, right. just made sure that right. Jokic came up That's on a good call. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, and – yeah. The, the Nuggets were switching a little bit more today, but for the most part, you know they're going to play with Jokic coming up. If the, if the screen is set on Jokic's man, if Draymond comes and sets the screen, Jokic mm-hmm. is going to come up and show on the ball handler. And the Nuggets did a good job on. I thought the Nuggets' defensive intensity the whole game was so much better. Mm-hmm. They were they were closing out and running guys off the line from the three point line. They were rotating. They were communicating. They were playing physical. They were playing with desperation, and that's what you want to see from a team that's under elimination. Jokic. They were switching on the non-Jokic matchups, as I said, getting out to shooters. And they were doing a very concerted effort, I noticed, of leaving Draymond 
Gary Payton Jr. and Andre Iguodala open for any jumpers. Just make sure yes, you take yes. away Jordan Poole. Yeah. And it was 26-21 yeah. Denver after one. Did you see any of this game? Yes, I did. I liked it. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to give props to um what is it, Denver for? I, I think the only reason Denver won, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons Denver won this game, every time they needed a bucket down the game, down the stretch of the game, when uh the when they just needed a bucket, when Golden State was going on a run and they just needed to stop the bleeding, Jokic in the paint for easy for an easy layup. Like they could not stop him with getting those little layups in the paint. Like I don't understand why Golden State who has those champion, you know, three championships, five years, they don't know, they still don't have a decent center. Like I don't, I don't understand that. I know y'all won with, you know, with 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 mediocre centers, but you also had, you know, decent rim protectors in JaVel McGee, uh, you know, dirty ass uh, Zaza when he was there. I mean, you have Zaza no, no rim protector. He barely played. The thing is, their rim protection well, uh, is they, they their rim protection is they switch everything and try to prevent you from getting to the basket. Some kind of like you guys in a sense. True, but what I'm saying is, at least he was he was supposed he was somebody in the paint. You know, what I'm saying at least it was a center that that they had down there. I think Bogut, the, Bogut was better. Oh, definitely, definitely, way better. But that's another one. I should have named him first. But all I'm saying is, is that I don't know why they leave that paint wide open. Draymond cannot stop Joker. He's done uh, a good Dray- job in the series, though. To be fair to him, but he he, he be getting cooked sometimes too. I mean, nobody he, can stop Joker. You can only limit him. You can only try. He, he back. got cooked. He got cooked in this game, and I just want to say that I want to say that he needs to. I know that aggressive, that aggression, and being aggressive and all that shit. That's his game right now, and that's how he plays. But real talk, dude needs to just kind of chill because I think him getting to all that all that foul tr- trouble, him doing all that talking with those players, uh, back and forth, beefing with Aaron Gordon, beefing with with uh, uh, who was that other uh, Nugget uh, dude he was getting into it with. Who was that other one? Who that Jordan Poole was getting into it with? No, that Draymond was. Ma- I mean, Monty Morris and him. Have, yeah. Uh, so, Michigan State connection. Oh, okay. So he was getting into it with a Michigan State brother? No, they were they were joking with each other. But oh, okay. But it was just like Draymond was getting, like, you know, getting his uh, uh, refs got to separate him type deals, you know, uh, pushing back and forth and shit. And what, what ends up happening? You end up falling out of the game when your team needs you. You know what I'm saying? I think Golden State was desperate to win that game. They couldn't They couldn't wrap up the series. And Denver, of course, was desperate. That was their, you know, their, their last last thing they could, they could ultimately do. I thought they were done after game three because the way uh, Mike Malone sounded. Mike Malone sounded defeated. And, like, the season was over after game three. So I thought they were done. So uh, kudos and, and super props to goddamn Denver for pulling it out and not looking like uh, the suckers they, they, they did in games one, two, and three. Shit. I'll tell you what. The second quarter, they got huge lift from Boogie Cousins and Busy Bones Highland. That was incredible. Mm. Bones yes. Highland hit three threes yes. in a row. Yes. I love the ex- excitement yes. he plays with. He's most yes. of the crowd. He's having fun. Yes. Boogie Cousins yeah. was dominating in the post. He, he was. Had a good series, Boogie. He was. He, he was. Had a good series. They couldn't hold him. You even Word. saw for the first time this series, Jonathan yeah. Kuminga gets a yeah. minute, and he showed some rookie mistakes, turnovers, and he's very raw. He's very raw. Bro, Kaminga had this Ali in, in moments. Kaminga had this Ali from I, I don't know who threw it to him from on Golden State. He got so fucking high. Did you see that one? I don't it remember looked, it. His head looked like it was like by the white box, like it was sick. But one thing I wanted to say about. Um, 
what is it? Well, my uh, oh boy, you just said for Disney uh, Bones Allen and Boogie had four points in the first in the first half on and one. They actually increased dude. the lead to seventeen with Jokic on the bench. So to win those non-Jokic minutes were huge, and part of that was because Curry was cold and Clay Thompson yes. was in foul trouble. Yes, and I'll tell you this: yes. they trapped Poole yes. and Curry on all the yes. pick and rolls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll t- and and Poole was making the right reads. When he got to go ISO, he was forcing it a little bit and ball pounding because obviously yeah. this series he's been used to he'd been getting off. And for the, for once, he didn't get off. Right. And I'll tell you what, those rotations for the Nuggets when that first pass was made was there. The, Nug- right. the Warriors are still going to get good shots because they're going to move the ball well. But they uh-huh. were making them go to option C, D. They were ma- funneling yeah. guys yeah. That, that couldn't shoot. And yeah. Andre Iguodala got 13 minutes and was 0-3, donut. And they were totally fine with it. Otto Porter, fifteen minutes, didn't even get a shot off. Yeah, they know that Iggy is not. Uh, Otto Porter looked like he was scared to shoot the ball. Did you see how many times he was, he was in possession? And he was just oh, here, here, take it, Steph, take it, Clay. Like what are you? Because he was not out there to shoot or score. And Andre, Andre is out there to decoy, like he gonna fake shoot. But if he does, let him shoot because he can't score anymore. Andre cannot cannot score. He can't keep anybody in front of him. He literally is, I think, just on the NBA team because he's cool with Golden State. And he wants to retire there. They're probably this may be his last his last run uh, with them. You know what I'm saying? He may get another uh, uh, job in an NBA team. I'd be shocked. But just Golden State just done. Uh, this is why. This is why. If if Phoenix was 100, percent I would 100 percent take Phoenix over Golden State because Golden State. When you break them down, they look old. They look old for real. I mean, they kind of look old tonight. But to me, I think Golden State looks old. Now they're not, of course they're really? gonna beat. Yes, I do. Because when I when, when I saw them play uh, uh, Minnesota uh, uh, late in the season, Minnesota ran ran all over them. When I saw them play Memphis late in the season, Memphis ran all over them. When I saw them play Phoenix late in the season and throughout the season, Phoenix ran all over them. I mean. Golden State is look old. Nah, I, I, Golden State on Christmas ran all over Phoenix. You don't remember that game? That was that game. Okay. But what was the season series? <laughs> Phoenix won that. I know they won that season series. Feel free to look that up. All I'm saying is this. Um, you know, Golden State can be beat. It's damn sure not going to be done by Denver, but uh, Golden State can be beat. They're not. They're not. Fa- they're, they have the. Uh, they have the uh, experience to beat these younger teams, but I just don't see them doing it. I, I, I don't see it. No, I but, feel you. I mean, but they. But they're definitely going to beat Denver, though. I mean, this shit is. Uh, you know. It, it, yeah, it's Raps next game. Yeah, I, the Warriors made a small yeah. run in the end of the second, but uh, the yeah. Nuggets took an eleven point lead to the half. Clay mm-hmm. Thompson, his fourth foul was really bullshit. I remember. Oh, oh, oh and what I wanted to say too, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, no, boogie, no. boogie, boogie, boogie. Like you mentioned earlier, man, boogie being in totally changed the momentum of that game because Draymond in his mouth was starting to get it because that's what that's what Draymond does. Like he you know, bullied him on one possession. They got an and one. Yeah, and like got a, then Boogie got a tech. It was such they always target Boogie the refs. They do yeah. when that when that's so. But see, I got why Boogie got that tech because Boogie put his arms up, but Boogie like stepped in the dude. He stepped yeah. into him hella hard. That's why he got that fucking tech, and I get that. But you shouldn't have gave him a tech. You should have just gave him a foul. That was fucked up. But they do target him because of his past history. But the thing that I loved about him when he came out there, he changed the momentum. He changed Draymond because Draymond ain't gonna that shit that Draymond was doing to. uh who did he get into it with earlier in that in, in that game? Monty Morris. Yeah, Monty Morris. Uh, that that's when he got into it like real early, like like real real early in the game. Monty Morris and it was somebody else too. When Draymond came out there, when when Boogie came out there, he's not doing all that with Boogie. 
because he know Boogie is about that, and Boogie will whoop his ass. So <laughs> he does not want that smoke. So Boogie can make him chill on that. You can, you can, you're still going to be aggressive, Draymond, but you ain't going to be on that flicking me in my face and uh, and calling me a, a a bitch and you know uh, calling me out my name type stuff. You ain't going to do all that because I'll beat your ass. That's why I like Boogie. I love how Boogie came in there and he did that and scored points and was able to come in, take time for uh, for Joker to rest, sat down. And when it, when it, usually when, when Boogie sits down, when he comes back in, sometimes he's not as good. He wasn't as effective as the first time. Nope, he's still effective every time he re-entered the game. He was even was better. Awesome. It was, the, right. It was the, the, second, the second half was a lot of fun. Clay Thompson and Monty Morris had a little shooting duel to begin the third. Clay Thompson had 13 points in the quarter, was firing threes in transition. Mm. He was open on catch and shoot. Mm -hmm. Poole was still creating good shots. Draymond, by the way, was still playing really well, I thought, making the right reads. He's so good at finding – you know when this when the when the Warriors are setting screens for one another, he's right. so good at reading who's open between the guy that's popping off off the screen or the guy setting the screen that slips to the basket. He's so good right. at reading. Right. Right. And he obviously plays defense as a communicator, connector. I thought Andrew Wiggins had another good game today. He's had a really good series. He was efficient. He was defending as always. Yeah. And was just was was posting up some smaller guys too. When Monty Morris was switched on switched on to him, he went right to that post. Twenty one points for I'm sorry. Not 21 points, 20 points for Wiggins, six boards on nine of 16 shooting. But Monty Morris hit, he, I believe he hit five threes in the third. He had 15 points in the quarter. Some were open. A lot of them were open, some semi-contested, one in transition. The, and the Warriors finally, Jokic was starting to dominate so much mm -hmm. that they stopped switching everything. They actually guarded the pick and roll straight up. And mm -hmm. finally, the Nuggets got to give the Warriors a taste of their own medicine with the defense and rotation, moving mm -hmm. the ball, getting open looks. I thought somebody who had a really good game today was Aaron Gordon. He's had good two good games in Denver. Uh, he, that's he, that's the other one he was getting into. Yes, he, he was got, getting he into it with Aaron. Pool, yeah, 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 Aaron so. got into a pool. Yeah, in the third quarter. And he, Aaron, I will say this about Aaron: his offensive game is a little wacky. I've, I've said, I've made comments like it's nasty, but yeah. he actually moves well without the ball. He's really good at cutting. There was one yeah. time where today. He even got in the low post against Clay, and Jokic came to the foul line for that high-low lob pass, got yeah. Aaron Gordon and and one on yeah. Clay. Yeah. And Aaron Gordon just had a really solid game. He even hit an open three. Yeah. He had 21 he, points. He can still get up, too. Like, that, that's the one thing yeah. about Aaron. He can still get up, but just Aaron, man, he can't create his own – he can't create his own jump shot. He can't create his own mid-range. He cannot do that. Like, sometimes he can get something going to the paint. You can give him the ball down uh, down on the block or in the paint. He'll make something happen. But to go back to Wiggins, like you just brought him up, man, you know, he may have been playing – he may be playing sound and deep, uh, uh, a sound game and decent this series, but I know late in that game, he was nowhere to be freaking found. The only thing yeah. I remember, only thing I remember him doing was uh, choking up the ball when he got that uh, offensive board. But then they somebody knocked it out of his hands, and then fucking uh, Denver got it. So I, uh, uh, Andrew to me is still going to be uh, Andrew that doesn't really. I can't really depend on him, Andrew, until I see him do it. It's just going to be. I, mean, a I don't think you can defend on him necessarily offensively, but he's been guarding the best player all season. You, I think you can defend him. Depend on that. Okay, well, defense, that's true, but I don't want you just to be – I don't want you just to be a, a Ben Simmons out here because you can score. You know how to score. You have a little bit of a jumper. I want to see you have more confidence in it and take that mug. You know, it don't have to be that sloppy three. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, a, a force a force shot in the paint. Take a nice little mid-range. You have that shot. You got this. You got the size for it. What is, he, what is he, 6'8"? Something six, like that. Like, good God. 
You also saw some weird tendencies in the third quarter, even though Curry played a much better third quarter, was making all the right reads, even though he had one careless turnover in the beginning of the third with a travel, he was making all the right reads. He was getting to the basket, Uh, but he had four missed free throws that I know he was beating himself up about. And that's what great players do. They take accountability. They feel it when they made mistakes. Curry's one of the best free throw shooters ever missing four free throws. And these were all four missed free throws by the third quarter. Yeah. Draymond had a really good third quarter, though. Seven points. I remember he one time he went coast to coast and got an and one. But yeah. the Nuggets led by Jokic, who played the entire third, led by nine going into the fourth. And that brings us to the second stint for Bones Highland and Boogie Cousins. And Boogie was even better in the second stint, honestly. Mm-hmm. He was dominating in the post. Andre Iguodala couldn't guard him. He had a turnaround. Otto Porter couldn't guard him. He was a problem. Well, I mean. I... And Bo- Highland flew by Clay Thompson, too. He shifted him. It was amazing. What what number was? Because I didn't I didn't really I didn't really didn't notice uh, I didn't notice him out there. He must be some. He's a new dude, huh? He's a rookie. Fifteen points. Uh, Fifteen points. Seven assists on five of ten shooting and three of six from three. He was electric today. Wow. He was hyping up the crowd too. Hyping up the crowd like crazy. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Let me yeah. see this. Curry Curry had a great fourth. As I said, making good reads. I thought at one point he was going to take over the game and win it for them. He got a four point play. He yeah, yeah. that one where he posed too when he was just sitting there too when he was squatting down. Yeah, that was kind of fresh. Monty Morris was big time today, though. They needed big contributions from other guys, and Monty yeah. Morris was one of them on both ends. He had 24 points on seven of 11 shooting and five of seven from three, and he missed the first two. He made the next five. So oh, that was big time. And right. Will Barton was quiet tonight. He had only had six points on two of seven shooting in 32 minutes. So it was the other guys that really played big. Also, Jermichael Green, he's not going to get talked about much because he only played 14 minutes, but he was three of three, and he played really physical defense. And another guy that I need to mention before I forget, five steals tonight, including the crucial interception or tip to deflection to, to seal the game. Maybe it was a questionable play call by Steve Kerr on the last play to lob it to Andrew Wiggins. Austin Rivers. Five steals. Mm. He fought so yeah. hard today. Is that the one he got hit on? Is that the one he got? Uh, oh no, um, was that with him? He was driving to the basket late. You know, you know, hey, there were some plays though. By the way, that Steph Curry locked up Austin Rivers. That was impressive. He stripped yeah. him once, and then one time where he just ran into Steph Curry's chest, and he looked like he hit Ben Wallace's chest. I think what like, Will Barton got a crucial deflection uh, late in that game too, though, like right before that play. Really? Well, or a couple that. plays, a couple plays before that. I thought Will Barton had something like that, or maybe I confused him with somebody else. But I thought for sure Will did that. But late in the game, you also saw the Denver Nuggets not switching. They were actually – I'm sorry, they were switching. They switched Jokic on a Curry a couple times, and Curry mm. just blew by him. There was one time where Curry got by him. They helped, and he found Clay for an open corner three very late, and I thought it was going in because Clay had such a great game, and we've seen him hit clutch shots his whole career, but right. he missed. Clay had a great game, though, 32 points, 12 of 20, and 7 of 11 from three in only yeah. 31 minutes. But – Jokic, as you said, closing the game, man. Today, he was much better. He was aggressive. He got Draymond fouled out. He went low post and got a big bucket late where Will Barton, instead of chucking up a contested three like game three, actually fed him. It may have been Monty Morris actually on the on the pass. It was a great entry pass. Jokic was a beast. What did you think of the way he closed today? The whole team. The whole team did excellent, man. They weren't going to lose that game at home. I don't think the uh, the the team the the fans were going to let them lose that game. I don't think they were going to let themselves lose that game. I don't think the NBA was going to let them lose that game because the NBA really? wants, to, wants that series to be ex- extended. Yeah, because they were getting they were getting a lot of calls. It was very very physical. That might have been the most physical game uh, I've seen this postseason. Like this whole series is uh, has been very physical. I know that uh, the, the New Orleans uh, um, 
New Orleans, Phoenix has been uh, physical as well. But this this series has been very physical. But props to Aaron Gordon and uh, uh, Joker for finishing it, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody contributed, especially uh, Aaron uh, Rivers, uh, uh, who had that. Um, Austin Rivers. Austin. God damn, I'm missing the first name. I ain't that old. Austin uh, Rivers, uh, stupid dookie. Uh, you know, got the little uh, steal at the end that they needed. So yeah. it was it was a team effort and how they how one thing that I like is how as a team they were able to ride that wave because go to like you said when 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 Steph put up that uh, put up that uh, put up that four pointer. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and the thing is he 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 put him up one twenty one one nineteen with like forty seconds left or something or like a minute left. Steph right like, where right. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they had it and it looked like they were going to hold on to it, but nope, they let Joker get that little layup right in the middle. And, and then what happened <laughs> and after tied that? It back up. That what happened after that is as I said the clay miss, but when yeah. when Joker Joker made that layup, they were like, "Okay, we're Warriors were like, we're not going to switch a small guy on a Joker now." Yeah. So what they did was they played the pick and roll straight up or yeah. uh, drop coverage and Monty just kind of got into the lane, hit that floater, yep. put him up and then the steal yep. came with He was wide back. open for that for that floater too. Wide open. They were scared of Jokic on the roll. When Jokic yeah. did that thing, they were scared of Jokic on the roll. Yep, and right. um, obviously you had the deflection that Austin Rivers had on the bad mm. entry pass from Otto. And then the clincher, same situation. They didn't want to let – then the next play, they didn't want to let Monty Morris get in the lane. Mm-hmm. They sent two guys at him on the pick and roll. Jokic came. I think Poole overhelped a little bit. Curry had to play two guys at once. And Jokic just a little look to the wing, froze Curry, yeah. moved to the corner, and the quiet Will Barton, who was one of six – hit the big three to seal the game and the win for the Denver Nuggets, 126 to 121. That's tight, man. That is awesome. Jokic, eight rebounds, six assists. He did turn the ball over seven times. The Nuggets got lucky that they turned the ball over 20 times. But as you said, they got to the line 36 times and made 29 of those shots. But the Warriors also got to the line 32 times. So there were a lot of fouls. They made 23 of them. I know Steph Curry is going to be beating himself. Too many fouls. The line. 10 of, 14, 10 of 14 from the line for Steph. He's going to be beating himself up after that. 33 points for him, eight assists, four steals. He shot efficiently in the end, 10 of 23, just his three-pointers, three of 11, not so great. But as I said, Jordan Poole, three of 10, one of five from three and only 11 points, but he had nine assists. So credit the Nuggets defense for that. I already said Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins and Draymond Green. And yeah, 21 points, six rebounds, four assists for Aaron Gordon, five that's of 11 shooting. And that's 10 crazy. From the line. So there you go. Monty Morris, 24. Got Cousins, 10 points. Three of three shooting and busy bones. 15, four and seven on five of 10. And he thought, I think this is a wrap, though. It's going to be a Warriors in five, as I predicted before the series. Let's wrap it because they got to use the bathroom and Steph is going to start the next game. Watch. Yeah, I agree with that. And by the way, I just wanted to make one note before we left. The, the Pelicans got four, four, 42 free throw attempts to the Suns 15. I bet Suns fans are complaining about that right now. But, yeah, that's probably going to be it. We're going to close it out. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Make sure to follow my boy here at High Off The Glass Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you already know where to find me. Make sure you comment on this video and give me all your feedback uh, for the algorithm. So make sure you comment after this ends. Thanks so much for joining me, guys. I really appreciate you. Super Chats are always turned on. If you want to drop a dollar a dime, I'll probably be back tomorrow night. Peace, and we're getting close to some of these first-round series ending.